You are listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 392. In this episode, I talked to Marisha Schmidt about how she sold 212 spots in her first proper launch. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today, I speak with Marisa Schmidt, who is in my VIP mastermind program. Marisa is a spiritual teacher and author and teaches her students how to live a spiritual life. Through her coaching program, she guides women to work with their own intuition and find their spirit guides. In this episode, she shares how she sold 212 spots in her first proper launch by following my launch method. Before we dive in, I want to let you know about an upcoming workshop. Launching is the foundation of my multiple seven-figure business. I wouldn't be where I am today with my business if I hadn't learned to launch and developed my own launch method. It is also the reason why my clients are so successful in their online businesses. Basically, they have learned to launch with my launch method. And now I want to teach you in this one-day live workshop. Go to the show notes at sigma.com forward slash 392, where you can sign up for the upcoming launch workshop. And there in the show notes, you will also find all the links to Marisha Smith. I am so excited to be here with Marisha Schmidt and talk about her latest launch where she got 212 signups. That is such a high number that it's definitely worth diving into what she did and how you can learn from her launch. Marisa, welcome on the show. Thank you for having me. It's a great pleasure. So how often have you launched? Oh, overall, I have launched about, I don't know, 10 times maybe, but different courses. But this course, this specific one, that's the second launch that I had. So this was the second launch of this course, but overall, you would say that you have some launch experience. Yes, a little, but I never really did that kind of open card launch because I just didn't know how to do it. So usually I was just opening my doors and then I kept it open for some weeks, but I didn't really launch it. So it's, it wasn't really a lot of thinking behind it. So this was the, really the first time that I actually did it with a plan in, head, in mind. Okay, so your previous launches were more like, uh, hey, I have this program, you can buy it, and then you just kept the cart open as long as there were spots left or until the program started? Until the program started. Okay. Or, or well, yeah, well, one was sold out, so I had to close the cart. <laughs> but yes, yes, that's what I did, actually. Yeah. yeah. So we wouldn't really call it a launch in my books? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, you probably wouldn't. <laughs> no, no. So that, in this case, that was the first launch. <laughs> Aha. 
So this was your first proper launch and you had this amazing success. Okay. So how many people uh, signed up for your launch activity? Okay. Let me first ask you, what did you do? Was it a webinar, three-part video series, challenge? What, What did you ask people to sign up for? I asked them to sign up for a webinar. I did a launch webinar. Okay. Okay. And you had created the course already. So it was not, uh, you know, because I often sell before I create or actually always <laughs> sell before I create. I know, but it was for this course, it was the second time. So okay. <laughs> I okay. had it. And tell us a little bit about the, what you were selling, uh, how long it was, the price point and, 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 and what was the big promise? It was a six-week course. It was the price point point was um, two hundred euros, and or one hundred ninety-nine euros. And um, they it's about the spirit guides, and they just got um, one module every week, plus one um, two hours of live coaching from me every week. So mm. it was it was that's around what I what I offered them, and that was for two hundred um, euros. Okay. So they learn about the spirit guides. Some yes. people might not know what that is. Can you yeah. explain a little bit what you do yeah. <laughs> and I'm what the spir- course promised? Yeah, okay. I'm a spiritual teacher and um, I teach people how to connect to their own guides, to their own inner compass and how to actually live that intuitive life, how to become an intuitive, how to, to, to um, connect to your guides that you have in your life and to just live a life, a happy life, a fulfilled life, just go your, just live your life's purpose. That's what I, what I teach. And the spirit guides course is um, the course where they actually really meet their spirit guide. So they really know who is, is, is guiding them through their life. So it's um, going quite in depth into who they have as guides and how they are supported. Mm. So, you have people on your email list. How big is your email list or was before this launch? Um, it was around, probably around 4,000, 4,500 maybe. It, was, it isn't a huge email list, but I have quite a big following in, on, on YouTube. Yeah. So you have more like a following that they're not necessarily signing up for your email list. Yeah. It's always yeah. better to have them on the list though. Yeah, I know. I know. I keep telling them. <laughs> <laughs> you keep telling them. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, so you just announced a webinar. I actually did. Yes, I announced the webinar on my um, on my email list, mm-hmm. and probably I announced it on my podcast and YouTube lives. Yeah, yeah, I, I did that. Yes. Did you run any ads? I did run. Yes, I did run ads. I run Facebook ads and I run YouTube ads. YouTube ads. Yeah, I think you're the only person that I know is from YouTube ads for webinar. I'm sure people do it, but uh, people haven't talked about it a lot. So tell us, especially those listening who haven't heard about this method yet. How do you run YouTube ads to a webinar? Well, actually, you know, I have I have um, 12,000 people on my YouTube um, community, so 12,000 sub- subscribers. And I, for my videos, use ads so when i when i have when when you click on a video of mine there is an ad first and when i was preparing for that webinar i thought well if there is an ad in front of my video i should be able to put an ad in front of somebody else's video too 
So I did some web search and looked at a YouTube video and uh, at the video about how to make an ad for YouTube. And that was actually fantastic because I figured that if you make if you want to make a YouTube video ad, you can actually um, um, put that ad in front of the videos of specific channels. So I could make um, research of somebody who is doing something similar to me and then mm -hmm. put my ads in front of her videos. So that was really helpful because then I know I can really target my clientele. So they, I can really target people who, who, who anyway like what I do. And that what I, that's what I did. So I went to my garden. It was, I think, April. I took my mobile phone yeah. and I just st stood there and was talking to them. So I tried to talk not more than a minute yeah probably 45 seconds okay so okay. It's, it's got to be really short and then you just you can just direct them to a to a landing page and that actually well i i didn't really calculate the numbers because i i didn't think about making two landing pages one for facebook and one for youtube i will do that next time so i can tell you more about that absolutely <laughs> yeah. yeah thank you thank you for that note because that's important you need to yes. know how many you got from each channel yeah exactly so i don't know that and Unfortunately, but I could see that I had a lot of signups after I run that um, that ad, so that was really helpful. Yeah, and it was actually quite fun. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of this uh, creativity. You're doing something brand new, and you're trying it out, then it actually worked. You think it works? I did think it works, and it was actually really fun. And I really like to try out new things, so that was fun for me too. Since then, I'm I'm, I'm thinking that I should do some more YouTube apps, ads, but I'm procrastinating it. Yeah. Yeah. You start to get this perfectionism. You said actually to me, uh, people like it when it obviously is not too professional. Yes. So you just being in your garden on your mobile phone probably, uh, you know, was in your favor. Yes, definitely. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm quite natural anyway. So um, whenever I'm just having a bad hair day, I'm going live anyway, because I think, well, they want to they want to have the input. They don't want to really see. I mean, I'm not a model. I'm not there to model and say, hey, I'm looking great. I'm there to actually teach something. So I don't really bother about that. So I just put on some makeup and went out and, and took that. And I really like that videos, actually. They were really fun and they were so it was such a, an easy way to do that. Fabulous. Okay. So anyone listening, if you haven't tried out YouTube ads, try them out next time. Recommendation from Marisa. So, okay. So you had some ads going, you, you obviously emailed your list and how many signups did you get for your launch webinar? I had um, 564 signups for my launch webinar. 564. Were you happy with that number? Was that your goal? I am... Um... I was quite happy because I thought um, usually you have to think about a third is going to take part of the webinar. And I thought, well, that gives me around 150 to 200 people. And I thought, well, that's not going to be a bad, that's not a bad number. So because I, it was the first time that I was doing it, I was actually quite happy with it. Yeah. Okay. So you just focus on doing this one webinar. Did you have a Facebook group or anything to nurture them leading up to the webinar? No, I just gave that. I'm, I, I um, offered a training and it was a free training. And my um, my community knows that when I offer something, it's usually really, um, there is a lot of worth in it. So they actually, I don't, I didn't nurture it because I knew that they will know that there is something good inside it. So yeah, so I you, just thought, well, yeah. offer it to them. So for those who know you already, they know it, but I guess brand new people wouldn't. So yeah, yeah. so that's always the challenge when you are, 
doing a launch, like people who know you before, they're like, oh yeah, I'm not going to miss, uh, uh, you know, the opportunity of a training with Marisa, but the others are kind of like still testing the waters and don't know you yet. Yes. So how many showed up actually for the webinar? <laughs> 484. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> It was 484. <laughs> so is that 80 or 90% show up rate? I, I didn't actually count it. It's probably around 80% that show up showed up. I wow. was I was yes. How did how did you do that? Did you send out some reminder emails that uh, promised them uh, some drafts on the <laughs> training or what? <laughs> I mean, I did send out some reminder emails, but as you know, I'm not one that sends out heaps and heaps of emails because I don't want to overwhelm them because my my community is really sensitive and I just don't want to overwhelm them. So I did send out some emails, but I actually never expected so many people to show up. So that was really, really, well, overwhelming for me and really cool because I mean, it gives you so much energy to do that when you see that there is so much people there yeah. are so many people there and it's just it's just great fun to do that were you technically ready to have so many on well i i have for my for my zoom i had the webinar and i had the webinar up to 500 because i thought it could be over 100 and when there were coming more and more and more and more and more people i was like oh my god this is <laughs> This could be actually a problem, but it never went up to more than, than, than 484. So that was okay. But I was sweating a little because of that. Yes, I, I can imagine. That. <laughs> no, it's very unusual. Uh, yeah. Show up rates uh, are more between 20 and 30%. Yeah, that's actually what I was cal calculating with. Yeah. I was calculating with 20 to 30%. I wasn't, I wasn't calculating with 80%. Yeah. Well, it yeah. shows there is a massive need yes. and uh, either people are not finding it anywhere else, which could explain it, or, or and uh, it's a loyal following of people who say, I'm not going to miss anything. You know, you don't do webinars that often, so that can also be in your favor. Yeah, that's true. I don't do webinars um, very often. I do Facebook Lives about twice a month or, or maybe even a bit more, but not webinars. No, yeah. I don't do that very often. So yeah, that could have been um, a favor. Yeah. They just wanted to be part of it and they thought, well, that must be great. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you are there with 484 participants. Mm -hmm. Did you have someone help you on the webinar to manage uh, that or you were just there alone? I was there alone. I didn't even think about someone to manage it. I thought, well, that's going to be, I mean, I, I was actually planning for 150 people. So I thought, well, that should be no problem to do it. <laughs> so it was, it was, um, I wasn't, I, I really wasn't expecting that. So I never, I, I didn't ask anyone. I mean, looking back to it, I, I should have asked someone, but yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just not, it wasn't, I was just not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I do it now, but I also can see that in the past I did not ask for any assistance. But I can I can say if if, if someone is doing a webinar for the first time that they definitely want to have someone in the background to manage it uh, because I've seen people go into some sort of a panic mode when suddenly a lot more people show up. So so you managed, you were fine. I was fine, but I was actually looking back to it. It would have been so more so much more sensitive to to, to ask someone to help you. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you shouldn't do that. No. So how long was the webinar itself? 
The webinar itself was probably around one and a half hours. Yeah, 90 minutes. Yeah, I like that. I actually plan yeah. all my webinars 90 minutes yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So I didn't want to do it much longer because I don't think that they are... I mean, it just doesn't make sense to keep people so much so long in, in a webinar. They just anyway can't concentrate and they are thinking about something else. So yeah. I didn't want to do it that long. Yeah. So you do your training uh, and then you lead over to, hey, here's my course. Did you tell them up front that you would yes. offer them a course? Yes. Yeah. I, I Yeah, of course. I don't like that. I, I like to be very, very open and very, very clear. And I when they signed up for the webinar, there was actually one part was we talk about the course. So yeah. That was very clear because I just don't like to have ah. surprises like that. And I did that upfront in the webinar too. So when I started the webinar, I told them that if they have a problem when I'm talking about the course after 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 the training, they should leave because I'm, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. So yes, and then I offered the course, and that was um, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Okay, tell us more. <laughs> you know. I had that course. The first time I gave that course, I gave it on a on a website that I built myself. Mm -hmm. And I, as I told you, the, the doors were just opened and they could just sign up for it. So I had like two or three signups every day for, for whatever, three or four weeks. And this time I was giving that that um, webinar, and then at the end of the webinar, I told them, "So now, if you click on that link, you can you can subscribe for for, for you can buy the course." And um, I had four hundred and 60 people still on the webinar and probably half of them tried to click the link. Oh, the whole website completely collapsed. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> what happens when you have more than hundred people clicking on a link. Wow. Yes. So that was a shame actually, because looking back to it, I probably lost about 50, uh, 50 people because they just couldn't, they, they couldn't, couldn't click. click the link. Yeah. Was it your web hosting you could uh, improve in the future or, or anything you I, could think of? <laughs> I did improve it. <laughs> I um I saw that this is not going to work because I mean, um I I just knew that if if I have two hundred people on my course and if all of them click on the same link the same evening because I'm giving live teachings, it's just not possible that it's gonna work because that would that would collapse the website every time. So what I did um, after I um, did the webinar within the next ten days, I moved the whole course to a to a um, to a webinar to a what is it called to a course platform where yeah. you can host courses. And when I checked there they tell you that if you expect more than a million people to click, you should tell them up front. So I thought, well, that's not going to be a problem for my <laughs> Not case. yet, not yet. Uh, maybe one day it will come. But yes, well. just, just I want to repeat this uh, in case someone missed it before. So while you are doing your sales presentation, you're making an offer, mm -hmm. you still have about 95% of the people on the webinar, like only 5% leave. And you told them up front, you can leave if you want to when I yes. start the sales presentation. Wow, that is amazing. Like you, 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 it's like you've captured their attention so much. Mm -hmm. They don't want to leave. They want to know how they can be a part of it. And yes. about 50% wanted to join. Yes, that was absolutely fantastic. And Actually, what happened during the webinar, and that was really touching for me, there were some um, participants from the first course 
from the when when I launched the course the first time, and they still they were in the webinar and they told the other people in the webinar how cool the course was, and I ah. didn't ask them. I didn't ask them. I they were just like I did it already, and it was so cool. You really have to do it, and that was really touching for me because I mean I, ne- I never planned for that, but I think that was really motivating for everybody else. So absolutely, yes. About half of them tried to buy or bought. Yeah. In the end, half yeah. of them bought. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but this point that you just said that there were people from the course, the previous version, uh, on the webinar and they shared. There is nothing that replaces something like that. Uh, And this is one of the reasons that when I do a launch training, I always make it exciting enough for existing Mm -hmm. clients to join. Because this honest testimonial life on a webinar, you know, as you said, you, you can't buy it. You can't Sometimes you can't even ask for it. Well, sometimes you actually can. Hey, it would be nice to, that if you shared your success. Uh, for instance, I have people sharing in our free Facebook group. I will just ask in my community, would you mind you know, sharing? And then they go and share. But on a webinar, it's different. So yeah, this definitely uh, got people over the fence if they had any doubts. But yeah. is there anything else that you saw yourself doing in the presentation you know, was it the training? Like, what, what do you think it was that kept them so excited about taking the next steps with you? When I was giving that webinar, I was so energized by all the people sitting there. I mean, I was I was expecting 150 people, more or less. And there were 450 or 460. And I was so excited that so many people were there. So I was um, I was really doing a training. I wasn't just giving a webinar. So I also, they had to do things. So they had to stand up and, and sit down and write down things. And they had to keep, I kept asking them, write it to the, to the, to the chat so that we can see it. And that was a lot of energy going on. And I know that I was just like thriving because there was so much energy going on. And th- that was such a reaction that I could, I, just felt all the energy. And um, I think that they could really feel that I was really happy about what I'm offering. And I know exactly that that course that I'm offering is actually really good. So it's a, it's a very, very good content. And um, I can stand behind that. I'm with a hundred percent of myself. So I think that the, the two things that came together there was really motivating to people to work more with me, to, 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 um, to get into more deep depth with me and to figure out what I'm actually doing. Yeah. I think uh, I say this uh, a lot to especially those who are selling for the first time. The first sale is to yourself. Like you've got to absolutely yeah. believe in what you're selling. Yeah. And then it doesn't feel like you're selling. Did you feel like you were selling? Not at all. Actually, I was just talking to a friend of mine just some weeks ago um, because she said, you're so good in marketing. And I said, well, no, actually not. I'm just really 100% sure of what I'm selling or what I'm offering to the people. And I see my, what I have for the world is my gift for the world. There is, if you follow me, you can get a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of free content. You don't have to buy anything from me and you get anyway weekly free content from me. Um, but I'm so sure about what I'm offering. I'm so sure that this is really great. And this is really important that the world gets it, that I don't think that I'm actually selling. It's more like I'm sharing. Mm. And this course where I sold the course, it was like I was sharing a great thing for them to use. I mean, they are always open to not buy, 
but I was just offering it to them. And I was, I was, I thought it was really important for them to get into contact with their spirit guide. So um, that's actually why I am, um, why I don't feel like I'm selling. I feel like I'm sharing. Yeah. And that I think is so important. So first of all, you absolutely believe in what you're doing and that this course helps people. You mm -hmm. had the proof from previous clients who were there to share it. Plus you talked about your energy. Yes. I do believe if, if you don't show up, like 100, 150% in your energy, uh, people are going to feel it. They're going to feel it if you are like having a bad day. And I think it's all about a decision. Like you could still have a bad day. Something could be going on badly in your personal life. But when you show up there, you need to compartmentalize, like you need to block it out and focus on who you're serving. This is actually just, I mean, for me personally, that's just my, I have my personal Marisa, I'm the professional Marisa. And if I do something professional, I want to show up professional. So no matter what happens, and I can I can actually have a webinar with a migraine because while I'm working, I just don't think that I'm having a migraine. I can go back to bed afterwards, but it's just like there is something that shifts inside me and I get into the professional mode and I just want to show up professional because I mean, if someone comes to my webinar, they are showing up too. And I want to, to, to give that... I mean, it's, it's an honor that they're showing up. So I want to give that back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So did you offer any type of a fast action bonus? Because if people were so eagerly trying to buy right away mm -hmm. on your webinar, there must have been some sort of an incentive. Yes, I actually did um, um, offer a fast action bonus that went really bizarre because, I mean, they couldn't <laughs> buy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but um, the ones that bought... During the web webinar, or the offer was actually that when you buy during the webinar, um, you can get one extra live session with me. Mm -hmm. So they would have instead of five live sessions, they would have six live sessions. So and there is less people, so they have more chance to ask their questions. That was the offer that I gave to them. I had to ex um, expand it to 24 hours because they just couldn't click. Yeah. But um, that was actually the plan was during the webinar yeah and also the plan was to have less people on that extra call i guess that didn't pan out not at all <laughs> <laughs> that is funny that's funny so okay so you had to extend it 24 hours because of the mm -hmm. technical issues of people not being able to buy right away which you have solved yes. for the next yes. launch I have it sold for every launch. <laughs> yeah, fabulous. We absolutely know that, you know, I think people only make the changes once they realize, oh, there's an issue here. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I didn't even think that that could be an issue. No. It never came to my mind. No, no. But now you're <laughs> listening to this podcast and you know this can happen. So be prepared. Yeah, in advance. Yes. <laughs> and uh, this was the first time you said, this was your first proper launch with a webinar, yes. with the mm -hmm. instructions on how to do a webinar and yes. all that stuff. And you had uh, open cart. How long was open cart? Um, the cart was open around, I think it was eight days or something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it eight days. Good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And did you follow up uh, during those eight days with the people who had not bought yet? 
I did follow up with with one email. I didn't go further because I just had to first um, solve my technical issues. And then I didn't want to overwhelm them because that's just who I am. And then there were so many people buying already that I was actually getting afraid of having even more because I knew that there was going to be a lot of questions and I was on my own and I didn't have help. So I thought, well, actually I'm quite okay with the 200 that I have right now. So it's okay if there's not more coming. Um, and I will change that for my next launch. I will have um, assistance because yeah. I, I just can't handle so many people on my own. That's just not possible. So, so. I remember when this was happening, you, you came into our VIP Facebook group and said, I've already <laughs> sold 200 or, you know, you saw it was heading that direction. And you were like, uh, can I stop this somehow? And we were like, what? Why? Why would you want to stop it? You know, the more the merrier. Uh, no, no, no. I was freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were worried about not being able to deal with all the, just the, the, the community and the questions coming yeah. up from the people. Yeah. yeah. Yes, because the live sessions, and I will change that in future, but the live sessions, what I offer them is that they can send me their questions in advance and I will answer all the questions. But if 200 people have one question and I answer every, I have one minute for every question, that gives me 200 minutes of every week of, of, of answering questions. And I mean, I don't have only one minute. So I was just really afraid that I couldn't um, deliver what I was offering. So I, I um, didn't actually follow up. Because I was just not wanting to have more people. <laughs> yeah. But this is also a lesson. Uh, and I know Marisa has repeated this uh, several times here on the episode. She doesn't want to send out a lot of emails. That is a de debate between me and her. Uh, we'll probably <laughs> never resolve. Um, but I think the way you can remedy that upfront is to have the emails written upfront. And it's mm -hmm. just scheduled. So even if you go into a personal panic mode or anything, it's just over there. It's like it's pre-scheduled in your email system and you don't think about it. I would say even for people who don't want to send out a lot of emails, I've signed up for webinars myself and sometimes I show up, sometimes I don't, but I want the reminders. I want to know when the cart closes and I mm -hmm. want extra reminders on the cart close day. Uh, and I know it from my sister, you know, who is, uh, you know, she buys a lot of courses and she actually does them. Um, mm -hmm. She will put a, a date in her calendar what day a card closes on a course she's interested in and she buys on the last day. Oh, now, even if she's diligent and puts it in her calendar, she needs a reminder. So mm -hmm. just want to emphasize this is for the people who are thinking about buying and they are maybe sorting out their finances or they are reading up on you on LinkedIn or your website, or they're just like typical procrastinators, they're going to buy the last day. Actually, I'm really looking forward to try that yes. because I, I mean, I was freaking out yeah. and I was I was chickening and I thought, well, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to have more people, but I'm actually looking forward to doing that the next time because yeah. I think it's so interesting to see what happens. Yeah. So basically uh, what we have seen from your launch is that you had almost all sales right away. More or less within 24 hours. Yes. Yeah. Well, I could check that if you want me to, but um, yeah. so for someone who has so much interest you wouldn't even need eight days open cart. You could even just say there's three days open cart. 
Uh, I don't think this, this is a strategy for someone launching the first time and they don't know the interest of their audience, but now Marisa has tested this. She knows the price point is super good for her audience. She can probably increase it. When you realize you sell so much in such little time, it means actually the price can go up. But also she can reduce her open cart time. Mm -hmm. And that could solve the problem with, oh, I don't want to send out too many emails. If you send out emails for three days, no one is going to eat you or... <laughs> take your head <laughs> off or anything uh, versus if you send daily emails for eight days uh, and your community is sensitive to that. So that is something mm -hmm. to, to think about too. Uh, open cart, uh, having longer open cart is when your sales, when you know that your sales will pick up later. So typically mm -hmm. in a typical launch, it's 30% buys on open cart day, 30% on close card day and 30% in the middle. But mm -hmm. your chart is completely off. You you made yep. most of the sales right away. So yep. no reason to have such a long open card. Yes, that's true. I can I will consider that next time because that would solve the problem with the emails. <laughs> that would solve the problem with the emails, your energy, because you yes. have to keep energy high for a whole week. And that can be, yes. uh, especially if you're more like a highly sensitive person, that can be a stretch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was a stretch, but it was it was really really interesting to do it like that. I mean, for me, it was a learning experience, and it was so fun because I thought, well, wow, I can do it like that, and it's actually quite easy. I mean, I put that in in in, in brackets. Yeah. Brackets because it's still you work a lot, and it's a lot of energy that you use, and but it's not. It didn't go over weeks and weeks and weeks and I had to check back and check in and, and, and adver advertise it again and again and again. They knew exactly they have now 10 days or, or eight days or whatever to buy and then it's gone and then it's just they have to wait for the next um, for the next course. So it was really interesting to do it like that. And I really actually enjoyed it. So for me, it's definitely I will do it again like that. So. Yeah. So mm -hmm. your conversion rate, we said before, was from those who signed up for the webinar, mm -hmm. uh, conversion rate to sales, I guess, was more like 40% or? I have no idea. I yeah. should check that. Yes. I I so this is a number that I always ask my clients in the launch review. You need to know your launch list. So that is people who signed up for the webinar. Show up rate we talked about before. And then we yeah. need to know how many bought. Uh, so you basically, you know, take the number of spots you sold divided by the number of your launch list, and then you have your conversion rate. And I guess with 212 sales, uh, 500, was it 80 signups? Yeah, we're probably mm -hmm. somewhere about 40%. That is very, very high. Um, it's very typical conversion rate is 3% in a webinar <laughs> launch. Now, for a program of your price point, you could even say, yeah, you could go up to 10%. But 40% is, is, is crazy. It's unheard of, which means mm -hmm. that they were so eager. Like, how much time did you have between the two courses? Did they have to wait long? Um, at the first time I launched it in September, I think at the first or something of September and the second time in May. So they bought in April. Yeah, that's a long so time. Yeah. Yes. So that's more than six months. And so I guess mm -hmm. there was this buildup of, you know, people being ready to buy something from you. 
So there's yes. different options to that. Uh, you could have something available on your website all the time so that you kind of, kind of, it's almost like there's this champagne bottle and you're shaking it and it, it gets released and, and people <laughs> want to buy from Marisa. Um, you can release the tension by having something on sale uh, mm -hmm. all the time. Uh, this could be an evergreen. Uh, you know, there are many options. Uh, and one way is to increase the price and make it more exclusive. Yes. Yeah. See what happens. See what exactly. happens. Yeah. Okay. And now we want to know how much money did you make? I made a little over 43,000 euro. Wow. Did mm. you ever expect that number? Actually, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. That was quite astonishing. That is I was amazing. like, oh my God, this is, this is crazy. Yes. Yeah. That and is amazing I mean, for that price point. It is amazing for that price point. And it was in the middle of COVID. I mean, yeah, it, it was in April. So it was in the middle of everything happening. So it was really actually quite amazing. Yeah. Yes. Very, very honoring for myself. So it was like, oh my God, they really actually need that, what I offered them. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. actually we've seen with some online businesses or actually a lot of online businesses that the whole uh, Corona situation and the lockdown has sometimes been a blessing in disguise because people have been yeah. looking for online courses. They've been looking for something, whether it's a personal development or business development, they've been looking for ways to keep themselves busy. And, 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 you know, so people are yeah. investing. Did you get any questions around, you know, pricing or anything else because i know your community is price sensitive um i i did um there was one um woman who who she was a hairdresser and she just said can i can i have a, um can i pay with with two two in two and that was no problem and then there was only one one someone else but that was actually i i didn't want to offered that person something because it was obvious that this person just doesn't want to pay. And um, I mean, it's not a lot of, of money. So that was definitely just very ridiculous to ask. I just wanted to mention something because of the, of the moving online. That's actually something that I saw that was really seeked after from my community too. So they were actually really happy that they can stay at home and be safe mm -hmm. and don't have to travel somewhere. And I think that's more and more and more happening. So, um, if if someone in my community asked me what to do, I would always suggest to, do, to go online and to do the course online because it's just really helpful for people to be in a safe environment. For myself, it's because my community is really international. I mean, that would be a really long travel to come to me and it, that would be so much more expensive. So um, that was really seeked after. And I thought that was quite interesting too because my community is not very tech savvy. And I mean, there are, it's not a community of online marketers or online online business owners. It's a community of sensitive people who, who want to know more about their spirit, spirit guide. So even with that community and a lot of women over in their 50s, not very tech savvy and asking questions like, can I use that on, on my iPhone? Um, are, are searching for exactly um, the online the online courses. So that for me was really inter interesting to see too. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a very interesting period. And mm -hmm. uh, again, I am so happy that you finally did a proper launch and you've seen the benefits of it. <laughs> yes, what it was will great. you do differently next time? 
I will definitely have help. I'm right now giving a teacher training where I teach um, wonderful women how to become a spiritual teacher. And um, I will um, have some of them helping me because I just can't do it myself. And the problem is that I was trying to have my VA helping me. But as soon as the questions go into the specific topics, they can't help because they are just not from the from the from the business, if you if you will, from that side. And I, I am just now teaching my my teachers. They are really cool and really wonderful. And I teach them how to become teachers and how to support me. Yeah. So they will start becoming Seelenschimmer teacher, which is my my um, my name. Yeah, yeah. So you will have some support, uh, yes. uh, similar to also we, what we do in our program. We have coaches mm -hmm. and mentors, often uh, previous students that come in and help. Mm -hmm. um, probably shorten your cart. Yes, that's going to be very interesting to shorten the cart. And then, um, I mean, technically, that's that's solved now. <laughs> that's solved, yeah. So we can have 200 um, people or let's say maybe next time you'll have 500 people pressing the button at the same time. <laughs> yeah, well, that shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> no, it's less than a million, right? <laughs> less than a million. <laughs> um, and, and speaking to something... your calls, you know, uh, when people create a scalable <clears throat> online course, you yep. cannot answer everybody's questions. So how are you no. going to change that? I'm going to change that into if they have, um, if they have a question for me, I only gonna answer questions that they are in the call that they are in the call. So they they can't send the question up front mm -hmm. because I mean I was having 90 questions up front and I was just like dying to do that. And so because it was just so much too much. So um, they will only have the possibility to ask questions during the call. And I just answer as many as possible. And I wanna go into um more answering questions that are interesting for everybody because if you have a spirit guide and his, his name is Michael and you ask me is it true that his name is Michael that's just not interesting for the other 200 um, and I still have to tune in quickly so what I plan to do is that um, in my calls when I do the calls that they have questions that are more uh, more um, for everybody and if they have a specific questions there is someone of my team answering the specific questions and they can i don't know i have to to um to to prepare that i don't know if they want to answer it by email or if they answer it with a call that they do so it's both possibilities that they mm. either have answered by email or that we just have specific calls with my team yeah the best mm. way i i see a solution to someone expecting so much uh, you know, so many people in the courses and so many questions like yourself is actually do posting the questions up front, mm -hmm. but having an assistant weed mm -hmm. out and pick the questions and then you doing a call and the call is fixed in time. So the call is yes. 60 minutes or 90 minutes or however long you will, but you'll answer as many questions as you can during that time. I think it's impossible as your course grows and for anyone who is dealing with scale you're not, you cannot make the promise that I will answer all your questions. Like you have to stop doing <laughs> yes. that promise. Yes, uh, that's not possible. Yeah, that's not possible. And the thing is, in a scalable online course, people learn so much from each other. So mm -hmm. the, 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 pre the, the questions are going to be the same. Like it's just math. Once you have yes. uh, uh, enough people in a program and you get like 100 questions versus 200, there's no difference in the questions. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's, you just mm -hmm. need someone to go through the questions and make sure that you're not 
repeatedly answering the same thing and yes. not taking specific questions. I learned this actually already 2013. I was a part of an online course and he emphasized so much the coach to say, mm -hmm. your question has to be general. It has to be uh, beneficial for everybody. But yeah, Marisa, we need to protect your time. Yes, we need. It's actually quite funny because on my YouTube lives, I can do that. I'm really good in telling people this is what I answer and this is what I don't answer. And actually, my community keeps telling the people in the in the chat she's not answering personal questions. But in the course, I just had a switch in my I don't know a switch in my mind or something, and I thought I need to answer everything, and that was really stressful for me. So I definitely gonna change that because I mean it was just not fun anymore. It was mm. just really stressful. And I was dreading the evenings where I knew I was going to work two hours and I was going to to give out because I mean in the end I'm doing energy work and I have to tune in for everybody and that's really hard if you tune in for 80 people to give them answers to their questions so no I'm not going to do that anymore that's a promise and I will not <laughs> exactly we will make sure Marisa sticks to her promise yes, yes. <laughs> but it's a very normal thing and it's it's a part of us especially women just really wanting to deliver and and serve everyone and help everyone but when it's not serving us anymore, we got to look at what needs to change. And also, not everyone in your course, probably nobody in your course actually wants to sit through a two hour or three hour call every week because you're answering every single question. They'd rather sit there and watch a shorter call, which has better questions that obviously have been filtered. So uh, this is a lesson. I'm not just talking to Marisa. I'm talking to you guys listening. I see this happening every time that people are starting to scale their online courses that they there's these boundaries like, you know, uh, and uh, it's when your boundaries have been stretched and you start to get frustrated. The danger is that you uh, start to resent people yes. in your programs and you want to definitely avoid that. And it's up to us to set those boundaries. Yes. And it was actually a very good lesson of learning how to set my boundaries. So that was great. It was a great learning curve. Yeah. Well, you mm -hmm. had a fantastic launch, amazing results, 212 signups, over 43,000 euro. Uh, I bet it's going to double next time. Oh. <laughs> yes, because you're doing a great job uh, and uh, you have very loyal followers. Uh, mm -hmm. Marisa, I just want to thank you for sharing this uh, launch debrief review uh, with my audience. Uh, I'm sure there were some great lessons in there. I think the YouTube ads is probably going to stick out to those who have launched before, uh, but lots of nuggets. Uh, mm -hmm. Guys, maybe you have to listen to this twice because Marisa had some great things to share and you can learn from her how you can do your launch webinar. Thank you for coming on the show, Marisa. We will Thank link you. to all your uh, social media channels and the show notes so people can follow you and maybe they're interested in next time you launch the Spirit Guide course. That would be great. <laughs> Thank you. Go to the show notes at sigma.com forward slash 392 where you can sign up for the upcoming launch workshop. Launching is the foundation of my multiple seven-figure business and also the reason why my clients are so successful in their online businesses. Basically, they have learned to launch with my launch methods and I want to teach you my methods. So I hope to see you live at the upcoming workshop. In the show notes, you'll also find the link to Marisha Schmidt 
And I want to thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? Let me know that you listened by tagging me in your Insta story or Instagram post using my handle Sigrun.com and the hashtag Sigrun Show. See you in the next episode.